From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Because it's crazy like that. It is uh, the Big and Wild Outdoors, hour number three, and uh, we're hanging out with you this morning on this beautiful Saturday morning. It's nice and cool outside. Uh, no rain for today. We're pretty much done with all the spitty spitty, so it should be a good, beautiful day to get out and go play. going to be cold, get gonna, warm, and get well, cold again. It's going to be a little chilly out there for most of us uh, Floridians. It's going to be out there a little nipply. And uh, so if you're going to be out there standing amongst the wind, uh, be was, prepared to put on another T-shirt. I, I was seeing forecasts yeah. of it being back into the 30s this week. Uh, it's supposed to get into the 40-ish 30s uh, over here on this side of the bay. Of course, uh, it'll that be a little warmer. That means it's going to be in the 30s on our side. <laughs> on your side, yeah, you'll be freezing your butt off. But uh, for the most part, uh, Sunday is going to be a pretty beautiful day. It's going to be in the low 70s, and then we get to do it all over again on Monday with chances for rain and all that kind of good stuff. Oh. So if you're planning on going fishing today, hold off till tomorrow. Be a much better day. You know what? I'm going to answer this phone just because I can. All right, there's no screening involved. Hi, it's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Who's this? Hello. He's got to patch it through. Oh, he's got to go in there. He's got to turn it up on the board. So whoever you are on the phone, can you just hang on a second while Bill George goes in there and watch this? He's going to turn up everything that's glowing on the board. This is going to be funny. Because <laughs> we're probably going to get to hear, like, uh, other radio stations and maybe a couple of news reports and oh some boy. other stuff before we go in there. All right, he's looking. He's looking very intently. He's searching. He's searching. He's using a finger. This is great for radio. He's looking. He's looking. No, no, that's not. No, that's not oh, it. Wait. I'm talking. Whoever is, go ahead. Oh, now Diego's in. Oh, now we got two of them. Oh, now they're fighting. And now they're now they're oh, the uh, there. There it uh -huh. is. There's the sports. Bring her. The ball gets handed <laughs> off to the football. Who's hey. this? Who's on the phone? This is Bill. 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 Uncle Bill. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm listening to y'all show. I a, enjoy it. That was a great uh, uh, play by play and crowd noise you did there before you came on. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you, but I want you know my son was over the other night, and we he was talking about that bill you were just talking about. Uh huh. And he also read to me that along with that bill, somebody else has got a bill in that when you register your guns, it's eight hundred dollars per gun to register it. Well, it's it's not what what the way it's written on the bill is. They're estimating that would be the cost of the insurance for each firearm. So, uh, oh, okay, that would be uh, now. I don't know if uh, you know Geico or Progressive or anybody else is going to uh, make you have a blanket policy that you could pay. You know, twelve. You know, because you get the extra car and RV and motorcycle discounts. The more things you do, 
So all the you, bundles? Yeah, so if you bundle all your firearms into a package, it may be, So you I know, bundle my shotguns and my handguns together, maybe I get a discount. Yeah, you might get uh, 12 1600 bucks a year. So, yeah, sure, it's a great savings. Now, you know, another thing, when I, I've been living here in Florida for 30 years, so, but when I lived in, Virgi- lived in Virginia, Charles Robb at one point, he was the governor and then U.S. senator. Now, I got a Remington 742... Woodmaster, 30-06, and my bride of uh, 49 years, it'll be 49 years this April, she bought me a Browning, Belgium-made Browning A5 uh, shotgun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're considering that an assault weapon. Yeah. Well, that 7400 that you got there, or 740 or 742, you know, that takes a detachable magazine, and they do make a 20-round mag that goes in there. So, basically, you could turn it into a a uh, sort of a BAR-type situation, a 30 out 6 yeah, with a 20-round mag. My 742 has the original clips for it, and that was four in the clip, one in the chamber. That's right. Five, it'll hold five, but they do make an aftermarket one that'll, that holds uh, 10, and there's another one that holds 20. I think American Eagle, yep. if somebody makes it. Oh. Uh, and uh, so that gun would fall into the category of being able to take a larger capacity magazine. So that 742 would also be considered not, to be a... Not, not the fact that you own one. But the fact that it can be made into one, so, or, or you could go, you, you know. could possibly in the future buy one and put it in there. So we're going to go ahead yeah. and nip that in the bud now before you, you know, you might think of buying one of those. But you know, my my, you know, another thing, and in, in Virginia, it's law that like my Browning shotgun, you can no, it could not hold no more than three shells. It had the magazine had to be plugged. Right. The only hold two in the mag, one in the chamber. Yep. And now the governor that they have at the state of Virginia now, my son was telling me about this a few months ago, they passed a law on gun control, and this, all the sheriffs in the whole state of Virginia said, we're not following that law. Mm-hmm. Well, because not- they were going after the guns. Mm-hmm. Well, I, it kind of causes a little conflict between uh, you have two federal agencies. You have one potentially. I mean, this is this is all you know. It hasn't passed or anything like that. This is just what they're asking for. But you have one federal agency, which would be the attorney general, that tells you that you couldn't have more than you know uh, a single shot shotgun. But then you have a federal agency that regulates wildlife and waterfowl that says you can use an unplugged shotgun if you're going after Arctic snow geese, that you can have the capabilities of having 10 rounds in a shotgun to be able to shoot it. It, has to, it can be unplugged. So you have one agency that says you can't own a shotgun if it holds more than two, and then you got another federal agency that says, sure, get those bigger suckers in there and start killing all of them. We don't care. Put 10 rounds in that bad boy. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do my best to fight these gun uh gun idiots because i told my son right in front of my bride i said the only if they were are successful and i and i'm fighting to make sure they're not but the only thing we'll have left to hunt with is archery equipment that you go to arrowhead and get (laughs) no but uncle bill no you won't because the problem is is and this is and i'll say this to the archery people straight to their face 
we're stupid enough to think that okay, yeah, that great, go after gun control. The gun control, that's fine. We got bows. Uh, what do you think they're going to come after next? Yeah. I think every well, crossbow made now has a pistol that's, grip on but, it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you turn around and talk about the sheriffs not enforcing the law. You know, some of these laws, like if, if this were to go in, would be a federal law, and a sheriff doesn't even enforce federal law. That you know, uh, so it, it would have to be up to the feds to enforce it. Exactly. So you got U.S. Marshals uh, knocking on your door? Yeah, so you'd have to. Well, of course, we could hire a whole bunch more federal officers and and employ everybody, and pretty soon everybody's going to be a member of the government, and those officers have to be uh, armed when they go out there. So you just might want to become one of these armed guys just so that you could still keep a gun. Well, there's a plan. You know, we'll all be armed officers. And you get fully automatic weapons. Yeah. So that would be even better. As that's that's awesome. The Bill George Legal Department, folks. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I think it's a good idea. Get paid. Get paid. Get to carry guns. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you all keep up uh, the good work. And remember in your prayers the uh, family of the officer we lost. Yeah, that Amen. was that was a shame. And, uh, you know, when you hear a story like that, it just... You hear what this guy's past was like, and everything else like that, and you know, it just it just no. no it you talk about you. I'll say it. You talk about gun. Everybody talks about gun control and everything else, but yet this guy was allowed to be let out sixteen times. Yes. And now you've got a man who's leaving a wife and two small children behind because of that. But you know, you want to bust my ass? Excuse my language about my guns and. Everything else. Well, your guns can do dangerous things, Jonathan. Sorry. You know, they sneak I've been out saving at night. it for three weeks. Sorry. They sneak <laughs> out at night, hook up with their friends, and then go on shooting sprees all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> but I will uh, enjoy your show. And, Jonathan, one of these days soon, I haven't been over because my son works at the Sheriff's Department during the week, so it's hard to get over there. But Get over and harass Sean. He I'm needs get, it. I want to get over there to get a crossbow. 10-4, brother. All right. God bless you all and take care. See you, Bill. Yeah, you got to get them before they're illegal. <laughs> I think that's the, the new motto for everything. Get it before it's illegal. But you can still buy it now. I think you can buy hard drugs in Seattle, so it's all good. We are the Bigger Wild Outdoors. We'll be right back. Okay. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Jonathan, Bill George, and Diego hanging out with you this morning. Sorry, we're, Mom. Uh, we're uh, doing all right. We're hanging out and seeing what's going on in the world. As soon as Diego puts down the phone, I think we're going to talk with Eduardo. Get it? Eddie? Eddie? What's up, fellas? Eddie? Wait, who? Wait, which Ed is this? Uh, crazy Eddie from Zephyr Hills, Florida. Oh, what are you doing, man? This Carlos is the Eddie. Buddy. 
Yeah, this is double E. Listen, listen. Ever since you turned around, you bought guns, went up to Georgia. We never hear from you anymore. Well, he's got a sweet date. He's got been going out. He's Ooh. impressing her and, uh, you know, doing all those crazy man things. Yeah. So yeah, he, I'm taking her out to dinner see? on uh, Tuesday night, yeah. a late Valentine's Day and a, um, and a um, celebration dinner. Taking her to, what's that place there? That nice fancy steakhouse at the Hard Rock. Oh, uh, Council Oaks. Yeah, Council. Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah. good call. I just got to take my my uh, make sure I bring my bank my uh, banking account with me when I go there. Though. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that now, are you are Charlie's. Charlie's is really just good. Just remember, man. everything is a la carte. That's all I'm going to tell you. Well, yeah, it's just like yeah, uh, exactly. The but they let you, you share. The you spend. <laughs> but they let you share. So yeah. there you go. I, I you know if you want to really want a cheap day, do you go to uh, like um, uh, McDonald's? Yeah, well, that that would work, but no. Uh, what's uh, Ruth Chris? And you get the porterhouse, and you just split it between two people because that way you get well, the strip. The porterhouse, either way, and I won't be splitting it. <laughs> well, good for you. Well, God what bless el- you. What else is going on in your life besides all this Valentine's Day stuff? Oh, uh, we're uh, packing up today and uh, doing a lot of packing because we're going to be moving next weekend. Where I bought me a house in town, so in town, that's pretty fun. Town of where? Liver Hills. Ah, oh, my oh. neck of the woods. Okay, so you'll be uh, uh, That's that's my hometown, brother. I've been here for 40, well, Tuesday is my birthday, too, so I'll be there 48 years come Tuesday. Be up there in the old Z, man, living up there in the Z hood. Well, you ain't going to be far from me, uh, either. I'm I'm on the line right in between Plant City and Zephyr Hills, right there off of that Wait, town. You're the, hey, Bill, Bill, man, did yeah. you take up? You and Red Man or something? What's that? What's wrong with your mouth? Did you take up chewing Red Man? No, sir. No, sir. Wow. I got me a case of Bell's palsy right now, and half my face doesn't work. Why? Why do you think I Is made a comment? No, no, it's not. Okay. No, it's okay. not contagious. But it it is it is driving me crazy. I can't smile, but with half my face, I can't blink one eye. It's it's weird. Sounds like a stroke. You better go to the hospital. I, I did. I did go to the doctor for the first time in about six years. I went to the doctor, <laughs> and, and and it'll go away. They say, Eddie. Why do you think I made the comment that Diego and Braden are going to be the two healthiest ones on the show? Yeah. Well, no doubt. Good lord. Well, I'm gonna fall apart, son. Well, and it's one of those things that uh, we have another friend of ours who's a radio broadcaster, and it did him too, and. It's taken him about six weeks to recover uh, and get back to almost the way he was before because, and it was just one of those things like what happened with Bill George. He woke up one day and uh, didn't even notice it until he uh, took tried to take a sip of some tea. Yeah, that's, and, that was crucial. Gave my wife a kiss goodbye, brushed my teeth, went to go to work, stopped by my McDonald's, got my sweet tea, and couldn't suck it out of the straw. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so uh, that's crazy. Although, hey, uh, I picked hey, a friend of mine. Since we've been talking about these gun laws, hint, hint, a friend of mine just picked up the new Sig Scorpion. <laughs> and can they find ammo? Scorpion <laughs> to add to my friend's collection. Oh, very nice. Uh, yeah. Is the Scorpion going to be used for? Uh, uh, sporting purposes or stinging out in the woods stuff. Or? It's going to be used to sting stuff, or just strictly for display. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's going to be used to, yeah, exactly. It's I'm laughing too. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that one, so. it's been known to do that, so that's a good thing. Well, your friend Hopefully will, a lot of paper. Your friend will have a lot of fun with it until uh, it's time for, to, for him to register well, it with the Attorney General. Well, well, that's when my friend is going to have a very serious boating accident in I, a uh, big, big bottle, bottle uh, body of water called yeah. uh, Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, I, I wish I could find that spot because it seems to happen a lot. You made, I, yeah, I think you made that statement a while back. There's going to yeah. be a lot of boat yeah. accidents. They're just they're that everywhere. Just Somehow or another, yep. I got to take up scuba diving again yep. because somewhere out in the Gulf of Mexico, there are piles yep. and piles and piles. Well, uh, free, you'll, be, uh, free uh, you'll be wasting your time, but <laughs> Eddie, since you're out that way, maybe one night we can uh, hook up, have a little dinner with Carlos, get you out. Do you do commandos over there? Or oh yeah, we had commandos pizza last night. All right, maybe we hook up at commandos one night. You're asking another Sounds man awful. if he goes commando. That's not a good yeah. thing. I you asked, got me on what, Facebook. My first time I went there, I asked them, is this part of the dress code? And they're like, uh, no. And I'm like, okay. Well, I was just checking. That's <laughs> something Carlos would ask. Yes. So we'll get we'll get all of us up there one evening. Sounds awesome. <laughs> all right, you guys. You have a wonderful day. I just want to check in and say hey. Well, good luck on your move. Don't call me. My back hurts. Hey, if you need some help, well, let me know. Yeah, I busted up my knee somehow. It's all swollen up my right knee. I don't know how I did it, but that's I that's all that praying. Like that's all that weeks. that praying to get her to move in with you. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, I, I'm definitely dating way above my uh, pay scale. Well, that is true. I've seen pictures. <laughs> yeah, you've outkicked your coverage that. on that one, my friend. That's for sure. There's no doubt. There's well, no doubt. Out kicked our coverage. Right what are you talking about? You got to be like Bill George on that one. You got to keep her happy no matter what. So it's all good. Uh, Bill George. Uh, Bill George is still in the gold. He's in the end zone, and the ball has gone out of the stadium with him. So <laughs> he's way out of his league. All hey, right, Eddie, go have some fun, man. Have a great weekend. Stay warm. Yes, sir. Have a good one. See you, buddy. Well, you know, you get up there around Ziffer Hills. What's the temperature up there? Was it like negative? It's like below zero or somewhere? Uh, it, it gets cold in <laughs> Zephyr Hills. Zephyr Hills is a little dip. It's a little depression. That's what I mean. Yeah. It, and it, gets it cold. can get wicked. It but, all flows downhill into Zephyr Hills. Is but I like saying? it. I really do. I really like that nice little cold snap. I do, too. I, I, was, I was very upset about this past week when uh, – I heard the hum of my air conditioner kick on, and I immediately went over and said, no, I'm not going to let it happen. I went over and turned it off at the thermostat, and my house got to be about 78 degrees, and my kids thought we were all going to die. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's only three degrees warmer than what we normally keep it in the house anyway. So Three degrees and about 90% humidity. Well, yeah, the humidity, but that's when you turn the ceiling fans up to high. Yes. So it just moves it a lot quicker, so then it's all good. And it doesn't move that needle as yeah. nearly as much. I'm Cause, telling you, because a pouring down rain is much better than a drizzle. Exactly, <laughs> cools things much quicker, a <laughs> lot faster, a lot faster, a lot quicker. Get her done that way, and it's much much better. Yeah. Uh, if you missed uh, the uh, the chat that we had, just to give you a kind of a rundown of some events that we got coming up again. Of course, this time of year. Uh, plans are already starting to be made, getting ready for our Panfish Challenge. 
up at the uh, Panda Vista Lodge. That's coming up in June. Uh, it'll be on the weekend of Father's Day, which is the 20th, which is on a Sunday. So the fishing tournament will most likely be on the 19th of uh, June, unless something catastrophic happens or Mr. Jim thinks that it would be better off to be in the middle of the month. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, as of now, I'm going to go ahead and call it on the 19th, and we'll go from there and see what happens. But uh, if you want to make plans to be at the Panfish Challenge, I would suggest uh, thinking about it as hard as you can and giving the Panavist a call and asking them when would be the best time to book the cabins because – Yeah, get your name on the list. Because they're going to fill up really fast out there. They have a lot of them, but there's a lot of people who come up for this event. Either they either fish in it or they want to come and at least be a part of it and see it. Uh, so if you're going to think about getting a cabin, I would make the phone call now. If you want to reserve a boat, a pontoon boat, or a, a little John boat, again, I would do it now. Or at least, oh yeah, there's extremely nothing, soon. There's nothing like not hauling, having to haul anything up there. You go, you stay in a cabin, you rent a pontoon boat. It's there, ready, waiting for you in the water. You Gassed up, ready to roll. All you gotta do is run out there, do your fishing, come you, on back. You could literally show up there with a cooler full of bologna sandwiches and uh, a few bags of chips, and uh, you could buy your fishing pole your bait, the boat, everything you're going to need to go win this tournament right there at the Panda Vista at the uh, bait shop and go out and do your thing. We sit there, we cook a bunch of food, we cook sausage, we do all that stuff. It's all there free. It's for donations only. So you know you're going to have something to eat. So that's not a big deal. Uh, if you're only hanging out for the day and then uh, by about 1 o'clock or so, you're packed up, ready to go and head back yeah. home if you want to. Or you could stay with but the kids one more night leave on Sunday. And um, enjoy the nice, beautiful Sunday morning the day after. It's always really quiet. It's beautiful. Kids can go down on the dock, do a little bit of fishing before you leave, and then, you know, you're out of there. That Saturday morning is not quiet. No, it is Sunday. At the, it is at about 5 a.m., but come about 6, it's cranking. Yeah, but Sunday morning, really nice. But So we got that event coming up, and, of course, next Saturday we'll be out at the Wild Game Dinner at the Countryside Baptist Church over in Dover. It's absolutely free. Doesn't cost you nothing to fill your belly. Got the car show, classic car show going on out there at the same time. Lots of great things to munch on and to sample. You've never had venison before or wild hog before or squirrel or mountain lion or bear or whatever it is they're going to bring out there. This would be a great opportunity to do it and bring the kids because there's plenty of room to run around and plenty of things to go and do. And they give away door prices. What did I win last year? A cooler? I don't remember. A cooler and something else. Oh, and the little cushion. I remember that, too. All right. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Taking a break. Bottom of the hour. Here we go. We'll be right back. Hi, welcome in everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden, Jonathan, Bill, George, and Diego. What did Steve Austin want? He was walking around here with like a handful of papers. Is he uh, serving us papers or something? What was he doing? I don't know. What did he want? <laughs> <laughs> Dear Ned Lights. Could you hear me? Can you hear me at all? 
What, what did Steve? What was his, what was his paperwork? Is it his restraining order or something? What's the deal? Yeah, paperwork. Yeah, he had the papers in his hands. I don't know if he was coming to bring us something or if he was just serving us something. Uh, he came in here and he threw something in the trash can and then he walked. Oh, out. Oh, well, there so. you go. Well, there there's uh, his contribution to the show this week. Yeah. Threw something in the garbage hey, can. <laughs> I take this as a compliment because usually he comes in and tells you everything you're doing wrong, and he didn't do it today. <laughs> so it must we must have. For the love of Pete, will you please stop talking over each other? <laughs> Yeah, usually, and he's that. right. Well, yeah, you know, you know, we, we, it was a very heated weekend last weekend, so it was it was crazy time. Uh, before the break, we were talking about the uh, panfish uh, tournament that we got coming up here pretty soon in June. But uh, next weekend, as I mentioned before the break, we are also at the uh, Wild Game Dinner in Dover. It's at the Countryside Baptist Church. Uh, you can Google it. You can go Countryside Baptist Church Wild Game Dinner, and it'll it'll pop right three up. Three to six. It'll be there. Three to six, and lots of food, lots of fun, lots of area. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhoods. If you come out there and hang out with us, it's all good, and uh, we'll all be hanging out there. I think that signifies my fifth year on the show. Yeah, and uh, Glenn, I'm sure will be there as well, and uh, everybody else that we get to see. Officer Nick may swing by. You know, he usually does. That's his little power through. He lives there. If uh, he wants to come by, he can. Uh, yep. He's more than welcome to. And uh, we always have a an interesting uh, show when we're out there because we get so many people who live in the area who will swing by real quick and just say hi or drive by and honk. And There'll probably be guns everywhere, just like there were the last time. The, I think that was one of our most commented on pictures is when, like, <laughs> I think hey, we're the only y'all brought it up, so I had Carlos brought up the judge, so I'm like, well, here's mine. <laughs> I think every uh, it was like when everybody was like, uh, I think we were the most heavily armed uh, radio broadcast show I think in the history of the safest wild game dinner ever. Yeah, because uh, everybody was like, well, you got your gun, it's got your gun, well, I got my gun, and everybody was like, laid it all out on the table, and it was like, <laughs> take a picture of it. <laughs> Yeah, here we are. Well, I remember I got my judge out because we yep. were talking about Phil or uh, yeah, Philip killing the one with the judge pistol, and Carlos making the comment about the tungsten and having he's got one, but he's got the shorter barrel. I've got the raging judge that's got the longer barrel, and I'm like, well, here this would probably be better. Oh yeah, well I, this is what I've got, and what I, what do we end up like with three handguns, a long gun, and something? I think else Bill whipped out his uh, semi-auto three hundred Win Mag pistol uh, and threw it on the table, and then uh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, because there's mine. <laughs> everything that Bill jo- or George Jones uh, shoots three hundred Win Mag, whether it be a you know snub nose revolver or a semi-automatic pistol, it's all three hundred Win Mag. I ge- I generally shoot big. Yeah, it's okay. all it's all three hundred women. Or seven millimeter oh eight. That's he his would two ra- He would rather overdo it than underdo it. Because as I say, there's only level one level of what? Dead. Dead. Yeah, one level of dead. Dead is dead, and there's no getting over that. Once you hit that mark, it's pretty much over. It's pretty much done. So wild game dinner next weekend, next Saturday in Dover at Countryside Baptist Church, okay? So we want to see you out there. We want you to come out, bring your family and friends, and uh, hang out and have a great day. Uh, what else do we have? We got the panfish. We got that. And then we have kids the fishing derby. kids fishing derby out of Tenerock. Uh, that's the first weekend in April. In April. That's right. Coming up. And then, of course, the turkey, uh, uh, turkey get-together shindig out of G5, which is on the 6th of next month. Right? Is that right? Yes. 
It's getting complicated. Which, which, it's going to be that time of that, year. That would be is we have the wild game cookout, and then the following weekend being G five. G five. Yeah, yep. that's right. So yeah, yeah. It's all. It was like that. Yeah, last year too, right? I don't remember. I don't. Know. It's all a blur. <laughs> I'm lucky I could get you to remember two weeks in advance, let alone last year. This weekend, wild game. Next weekend, G5. Weekend after that is no. kids fishing derby, and then, no, then the panfish. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, then we take but a look. You got a little the, lull till June. You know. That's the order, but. And then usually you Lord have... Lord knows what can happen in between then and now. In, in the past, there's been the Beast Feast that's in there somewhere. I don't know if they're looking oh, at yeah. doing that they canceled this year. it last year, so what's the deal with that yeah. this year? Uh, still, I think it's still up in the air. What? I... How do a bunch of rednecks not uh, just uh, go oh. ahead and mutiny about this whole thing and say, the heck with it, let's just do this? That's because they're conforming. They're conforming okay. to societal pressures. There, there are certain. How do I say this the right way? There's kind of no, like the FWC. There are certain members that are lean the other direction, more antsy about it than others. And you know, I mean, dude, they're going to have the strawberry festival. I mean, if the strawberry festival's going hey. on, then everything should be carte blanche. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! The strawberry festival's not going on as usual. So that's so they're not going to have a midway. They're not going to have funnel cakes. Well, they're not going to have the uh, pig racing shows. pigs. Robinson's racing pigs is that still around? Yes. You're kidding me. Oh yes. Those can't be the same pigs. You can't feed pigs like that Oreos and expect them to live very long. Oh no, they'd so, be the 500 pound racing pigs. So the, the only thing, <laughs> the only they're thing, like racehorses. They retire them after so long. <laughs> the only thing the strawberry festival's missing it's is the concerts. It's the concerts. Yeah. They're not doing the con- they're doing things different. Are they doing the parade? I'm not sure. Yes. They're doing the concerts as they're smaller in in venue tents around the area. They're not having the I big am not, uh, you know. It's, uh, I'll say Statler it like, Brothers I will or, say it like this. There's a lot of things going on for me be it with the outfitting business and the show and everything else to where I'll be honest with you, I haven't paid attention. And, of course, Ava didn't get a pig this year, so I haven't paid attention so much to, (laughs) no offense, to Paul Davis and all them. Love y'all, and I hope it goes off like gangbusters. But, I mean. Do you not find the irony in the fact that your daughter has not gone out and shot a wild hog, but yet she's drugged your butt all over the state of Florida to show a hog? It's not because of the lack of trying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was. I'll be, and, and, and you say. You know. You that. say that. And I was. But well, last night we were putting sand in the pens because she's getting hogs for the summer circuit, and we were talking about that. And she made that comment to me. She goes, "You know, there was a couple times this year I should have busted one right in the head, and I just held off." And I'm like, "Don't look at me." I. I mean, the guide me came out because it's like I looked at her and said, all I can do is set the places up and put y'all there. I can't pull the trigger. I can, but I can't. You can yell now, now, now <laughs> as many times as you want to unless you do it you're on your own. Your little much... sister, on the other hand, Kaboom. Uh, I've created a monster. I'm just going to say. Kaboom. <laughs> it's kind of like Mike's uh, daughter going out to gator hunt with Bill George. He's created a monster. Yes. Oh, because, she's, oh she's, Max next for that, too. So, she's, yeah. she's ready. 
Yeah, she's uh, she's on the hook for uh, next season for that one already. So just so you know, mark your calendars. Know that uh, when we get those times all the time, I get people are like, man, when are you guys going to be out somewhere next? I want to come by and see you. Or when are you guys going to be out on the road again? Or when are you going to come out to our neck of the woods? Well, so we're going to be in Dover next weekend. Weekend after that, we'll be at G5. Coming up after that, we'll be out in uh, Tenor Rock. And then not the, tw- the weekend after that. I mean, April. Well, Sixth, yeah, which is a or week, third or is a whatever. weekend after that. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> technically, <laughs> weekends. <laughs> then so then a few more weekends after that. In June, uh, we got the uh, Panfish Challenge. So between June and March, we don't know what's really going to pop up well, between then and now. And, and so. that fishing derby is a, a great thing out there at Tenerock. Tenerock has a lot of great bass fishing, speck fishing, pan fishing. Um, and they have the gun range there too. And so and if you want to come out and go, go fishing for a little bit and then go shoot your gun, you can do that. Yeah. It, it's, it's a nice place. Or so. get warmed up there on the little trophy lake and with the kids. Got, and, and they've go got fishing. one of the best archery clubs out there. So who's out there running that now? Ridge. Is guess? Oh, Ridge runners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good guys. They've been around a long time. That boys have been there for a while. I think at the when really to be honest with you, I think right now at this point they're probably the largest in the state of Florida. What happened to Gasparilla? Are those guys still around? Gasparilla uh, Bowhunter guys? Uh some uh people called the county come back in there and <laughs> redid all that, so that really? kind of went away. No kidding. Yeah. That sucks. It really does. Hmm. Well, anyway, that's all I got so far when it comes to uh appearances and broadcasts. Anybody else? That's that's what I know about. Diego? Okay. Diego's Diego's like, I'm not here at the board. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we're all good. Just want to make sure. I'm, I'm still like Bill over here trying to twist arms to see when we're going to do a live broadcast from Bluntstown, but whatever. But yeah. uh, regardless of where we're going to be, where you should be is on the 25th and 26th of this month is uh, putting in your two cents when it comes to the FWC virtual meeting. Whether you do it uh, now, where you write them an email, where it comes to the uh, the agenda things that they may have on there that you would like to speak about, but what we would really prefer that you would really address is your feelings towards the opening of Tampa Bay to bring back redfish, snook, and trout, to be able to go and be able to go and uh, fish for them again would be something that we would recommend that you speak to them about and at least put in your two cents, whether you agree with it or you don't agree with it. If you have a better plan, there's some captains who say open up redfish, uh, but let's let's change the slot limit on you know on there and things like that. Uh, if you have your own idea, then please let them know. And uh, also put in your two cents on what you believe is going on at the Skyway when it comes to the Brown Pelican. Whether you think that these guys are out here intentionally trying to do this and do harm, or do you think it's like every other fisherman that hooks a bird, they try everything they can to get that sixteen to twelve dollar lure back. Yeah, and let the bird go, which is what I do. And look at the hunting rules. And look at the hunting rules. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, taking a fast break, you guys. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Go see them today if you wanna. They got great deals going on for the end of this month. It is Big and Wild. We'll be back.
Welcome to Jimi Hendrix Show. Welcome in, everybody. <laughs> Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Jonathan, Bill, and D.A. Sorry, I go. just read the screen. <laughs> so uh, my buddy Gino's on the phone, and apparently he wants to talk about Hey, here's uh, your how-to segment with Gino. I don't know if it's if it's, if it's a how-to thing or, <laughs> but uh, he wants to put in his two cents on the scalping pelicans uh, deal. So, uh, oh, good morning, Gene. How are you? Hey, buddy. How y'all doing? We're uh, hanging out here this morning, having a good old time, man. What are you doing? Uh, you know, yesterday morning I had the air conditioner on. What? And no, it was warm, man. And today it's cold, but that's that's weather. <laughs> Welcome to Florida. Dude, did I gotta you... go to Louisville. I gotta go to Louisville. They haven't been above twenty in about two weeks. Get yeah. some consistency. Yeah, I talked to my uh, talked to my dad out there in uh, outside of Shreveport, and I was like, "So how you doing up there?" He's like, well, it's a balmy uh, eight degrees. We're all good here." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "You know what? I don't think I own enough clothing to Red keep myself sickles. warm." Yeah. yeah, let's make some more wind turbines now, okay? Yeah, those things are working mm. great on Texas right now. And all over the other parts of the world. And Colorado, the solar, Wyoming. And the solar panels covered in snow. Yeah, yeah. covered in snow. Yeah, yeah. It, it's always good. You know? So what are you doing? What's with the uh, scalping pelicans? What? You know, look, I, I, it's just common sense to me. Nobody all of a sudden in the winter of 2021 started going out to scalp pelicans. To me, I'm thinking there must be some new garbage can out there or range marker or something. That knocked that the scalp off of one? <laughs> to stick their head in there and get scraped up. Nobody's scalping pelicans, man. I think it's just some kind of something has been built out there these birds are getting so, stuck on. Another, in other words, one of their quote-unquote inventions that they come up with to make things better actually makes things worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, maybe it's like a raccoon-proof garbage can or something. I don't know, but I, I, I've been thinking about this a couple of days. Who the hell is out there scalping pelicans? Well, I, I, I was talking to Jonathan during the break, and I said, you know, these, these people who are the rescuers <clears throat> of the pelicans, they claim to have people on the Skyway with uh, radio equipment, and as soon as somebody hooks a pelican, they run over there, and they help them to untangle it, get it undone. If they can't get it up on the pier, then they have a boat that's out there that'll rush over there and uh, put a net over it and pull it into the boat and remove the hook and turn wait, it loose again. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you mean the anglers are actually helping them to yeah. save the wildlife? Like not- I said, nobody wants to lose a $12 lure or, you know, whatever. But <laughs> but the thing is, I said, so if all these people are involved in this many rescues of brown pelicans, but yet they have not reported one time that while they were in the middle of rescuing that a guy was uh, scalping the pelican before he let it go. And it's the guy with the Apache headdress. I, I, I was about I, to say. Tip it off right now. I, I guess. And, I, you know, I, I like you, Gino, I tried to think of the logical thing. Like, you know, pelicans dive head first into water. Uh, how do we know they're not diving head first close well, to the pilings or uh, next to debris or it may be something that has to do with mating. I don't know. Have you ever seen a hen after a rowdy rooster gets done with her? I mean, the back of her neck is bald. The, all the feathers on her back are basically stripped off. Uh, I mean, she looks like she's been through a couple well, of rounds. And what was it? You two guys have lived here your whole life, and y'all's favorite mayor with his uh, new peer 
artwork. Didn't y'all say that the lines and stuff like that that were out there? Sure. I mean, it's a giant cast net, you know, hanging over everybody. I, I don't Granny's, know. Granny's laundry line. Exactly. There but, you go. But I, you know, I tried to think of the rational thing because the last thing I would have ever, just like you, I would have ever thought of was that a fisherman got a uh, mirror lure or a hook or whatever hooked into a pelican, brought it up, was so mad that to teach this pelican a lesson, I'm going to go ahead and shave uh, skin off of his forehead and turn him loose so he can go show the other pelicans that, look what he did to me, don't touch those. Exactly. No, i got to believe it's something something man-made or some kind of nuisance or something they're getting into. I mean – the whole thing is this thing comes on on the news, and it's just, oh, my God, there's a crazy pelican. They don't even look at both sides of the story. Though. Well, you know, the other thing is, is being another rational person, when I first saw the story, I thought to myself, there's got to be another reason. So I started searching for uh, why pelicans and birds lose feathers on their heads. Simple search. Uh, of course, they <laughs> go through the whole thing with, you know, how parrots molt every year and parrots go through it. But certain species, you know, they go through just partial molts. And especially with pelicans, because they change their head colors, you know, when they're young. When they're young, they go to brown. And when they get older, it goes to white. But also, what also affects pelicans and birds out at sea is uh, a mite that gets onto their heads and causes them to lose feathers and plumage on their heads. Because where's the hardest place for a bird to preen? Yeah. Its own head. Its own head. So these are all things that I learned in probably 15 minutes by doing my own searches. So could it be that? Could it be some sort of feather mite or something that the bird gets and it causes them to lose the feathers and gets pretty beat up while they're diving in for prey? And it takes a while for them or to heal like up. Or like you just said, you're talking about a bird that literally goes head first on everything it does. Exactly. <laughs> the only way he's going to eat, man. I mean, <laughs> the only way he's going to eat. So, I mean, I, I look at it this way. There are other things that c- it could be, but yet for those people, when they get in front of a camera, you know, it's got to be the most dramatic, horrible, insane, uh, brutality, blood sport thing that they can think of, and that's using the word scalp. I mean, next they'll be saying, uh, you know, that fishermen are down there intentionally trying to lynch pelicans as they pull them up. Because, you know, that way that word, you know, that word evokes feelings of, of hatred and, and, and remorse and anger and everything else. So these people are idiots. Ask Bill George. They use them all the time at FWC meetings. I get, the, the thing, have you been to the Skyway Pier? Yes, fished it many times. How many private places do you have on the pier? Not many. It's lines of people all exactly. hanging over an edge. If you had somebody doing that out there, you would think, uh, it, it, Gino, you, me, Jonathan, if we saw something like that happen, we're going to say something. Yeah. We're not going to sit there and let that happen. That's not right. That's and not- as soon as you hook a bird, you have seven people over there with their you. pliers, with their multi-tools, with a net or whatever it is to try but, to get you to get it but, back. But the thing is, if somebody was out there intentionally doing that, there is a common sense citizen uh, that would be there. And I'm not telling you there's not kids that do dumb things in their life because most kids at some point have done something dumb Um you know, no just, kid I've ever heard of ever uh, caught a cat or a dog or a pelican and scalped it. No. Jeffrey Dahmer. 
Well, yeah, but then he ate it. But, so, uh, you know, but, whatever. But the thing is, so it, I don't know that there's a chronic issue. And, and I will tell you, they're doing a very good job of getting their agenda out there. Exactly. And that is their goal. The goal well, is not. To be told, it would be they would ban fishing off. The that's pool. the bottom that, line. But that's what they're working towards. Okay, a chip the at a time. The pelican is a means to get that to happen. So I, I just, I just didn't, didn't like the way the news jumped all over it. There's some guy here with a exacto knife and a. We have we have a knife. big void in the news right now. So we got weather event and pelicans. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. Pelicans and weather. Well, and your void, but the other void you have to talk about is is just like what you've said before in the past. We don't have anybody in the news that's portraying our side of the story. So it's, you know, it's it's up to us to get it out there. It but, is. You know, I'm looking at the slant Pete lies this morning, and uh, the buccaneer that just just died last week. Um, they're basically an article they spin that, well, is it any surprise the football player dies? But, you know, the guy had a drinking problem, a lot of other things. I don't know what's going on with his life. But, you know, the first thing off the top of the, the bat is he, he must have had CTE. He must have, you don't know anything, man. You know, no. you don't know his life. You know, but basically, why are we shocked this guy died? We shouldn't be. You know, I'm like, eh, you know, this, why, don't you, why don't you fill the story out a little bit better than that to just assume something? And then, you know, of course, this, again, thinking as a moral person, you know, that they, they now they go in and they say that he's been dead for a few days before right. he was actually found. And I'm thinking, you know, I've, I found a dead guy out in the woods, and I wouldn't think that anybody would want that brain after it's been cooking in there and uh, de- decomping for about three days. So absolutely. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to help or whatever after that. It just it's the feel good part of the story. You know, it's you know we we're gonna do that to try to help to see if maybe he was suffering or, or, from that. Or just here to do this: give respect to the family, let them bury the guy, and then we'll worry about all the stuff later on down the road. That sounds like a plan to me. All right, yeah. well, Gino, go out and have a good day, man. Go have some fun. Stay out, get in the sunshine. Get Always some... love your show, man. All right, Always some real good truth on here, guys. All right, I'll Thanks, see, I'll, I'll see you out there uh, on the uh, Skyway. <laughs> yeah, okay, bring it. I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, bye. Take it easy. What are you doing out there? What that's is a good doing? one in the show on. I was listening to the show. I wasn't bothering you. Oh, well, I, I saw you with paperwork earlier, and Diego said all you did was just come in and throw stuff away. So yeah. I, I didn't know what you were doing. I, ju- I just listened to the show about barbecuing pelicans. <laughs> <laughs> did we get to that part? Any good I don't recipes that you want to share? They are delicious. Ah, man, seabirds are not good. No, they're, they're not. They're not. They're not good. Fishy and hideous. and Oily and nasty. I mean, it's But if not, you got to survive. I, that's, a lo- that's like a lot of girls I've dated. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and we got about two minutes left. The to way to end the show right there. Completely derail the show. Steve Austin comes in. I'm and sorry. Uh, No, it's all good. good. It's all good. You're always welcome. Especially, uh, I'd like to see your new fashion. Uh, your mask changes uh, Don't daily. Don't like Top Gun with this hanging off one ear? You kind of uh, do. There you go. I get, I get somehow another. I just pretend I'm a fighter pilot sometimes when I'm going down the hall. I, I, I got the feeling that somehow I just got Danger Zone all in the back of my head. Oh. It's all good. Yeah. Yep. So what is your thoughts on the Pelicans? What do you think could possibly be happening to our brown Pelicans? I, I don't know, man. You know, there's so many You were a bird owner, weren't you? Yeah, weren't you? Yeah. A, yeah, yeah, so, I, used to, I used to breed birds. I had a bunch of them. So do they not have problems with mites on their heads and oh, they yeah. can't get to it? 
Well, I mean, you know, it's nature, man. This is Florida. There's all kinds of crap lives in the sand and the water and the and the trees and you know, it's always something. It, it, so you think it might be a red tide that's affecting the pelicans? Yeah, We'd have to shut down pelicans. Don't killed by the red tide. And don't open that. Please don't open that Pandora's what? box. I don't know. Maybe it <laughs> mutated. I mean, it's like Corona. There's like 1,956 uh, versions of it now. Well, who knows? There might be 26 different versions of red uh, tide that affect more pelicans. I'm concerned about our gun rights than I am Corona uh, at the moment. You like that? You like the bill, huh? That's no, a pretty nice one. And, and Americans, you know what though? Problem is, all our buddies that go, you know what, we ain't taking it, we'll take it. A lot of them will. 50, 50% of them, I guarantee you, will cave right in. Yeah, because they, have, because they haven't owned the gun for very long. Well, I bought it for protection when the riots were going on, and I really don't feel I need it, so I'm not going to go through I, all the I hoopla. i guns that have been in my family for 100 years. All I can say is good luck taking them. Yeah, well, that's. I think that's, I actually believe that that would be the vast majority of the pre- uh, COVID gun buyers. The bottom line is, it's none of your business what I own and what I do with it. None oh, yeah. of your damn business. Yeah, yes, it is. No. Well, I'm I'm just saying, you know, uh, if law enforcement officers try to enforce that law, shame on them. They're not going to, as Bill well, George we'll pointed see, out. You, uh, like the rest of the people, you got about half of them will cave in on anything too. But you got to understand, as Bill George pointed out, they don't enact federal law. If they were, then there would be no illegals. Well, you know who can enforce local, state, and federal law? Game wardens. And troopers can't be directed by the governor yeah. as well. They still can't enforce federal law. No, they cannot. All right, we're going to take it. We're going. Oh, wait, we're out. We're done. We're done. We're Steve done. Steve Austin, quit messing around. All right, thank you. We'll see you guys next Saturday. Where are you at? Where are you going? Go on over to Q105. I'll be there. All right, Q105 all day. It's all Steve Austin all day long. I heard you on the shark, too, man. It was really good. All right, we're going to see you next Saturday live from the Wild Game Dinner. See you guys. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Bye-bye.